Hey everyone, it's Leah with Between the Sheets and I'm very excited again. You're going to see that I have the same outfit on because I just was on fire about this particular podcast because it just means so much to me what fear and how insecurities can activate so many things within our body. So this is episode number two, part two of Fear. I'm your girl, Leah with Between the Sheets. I am a money-making, manifesting, action-taking queen, and this is Between the Sheets, you guys. I'm very excited to go through number two with you. All right, guys, so we were just talking about all the things that fear can basically create inside of our body and the physical, actual manifestations of what it can create inside of our body. And I, again, was just getting so fired up because I'm so passionate about fighting this fear, about fighting this enemy within. If you hear any of the speeches that I've given, if you've um, known about any of the talks or any of the teachings that I give, I always say that you have to start within. And unfortunately, this enemy is within. It's not external. It's internal that we actually have to fight. And so I'm on fire. I want to continue this conversation and I just want to jump right in. If anybody knows this podcast by now, you're going to start to hear the um, ever sounding presence of why I created the show the way that I did and basically my message that's going forth. It is a very, very real and authentic conversation that we have about business, about relationships, about about health, life in general, and the journey thereof. And I'm hoping my mission, my desire is to give my listeners immediately, immediately action steps that they can take and start to implement inside of their life to help them be more successful as well. So um, again, episode number two, and this is fear part two of, uh, of that. I want to just continue directly right on with, um, where we were going and where we left off. We were talking about all of the factors that can start to actually be created and why it's so important to recognize that, be aware of that, because the more and more you can become aware of those factors as they start taking place, not only can you become an observer, which we talked about in, I believe, episode one of your life, but you can start to redirect your thoughts. The word says that we have all authority over the enemy. Okay, let me find this scripture really quick, just so that you guys know we have all authority over the enemy. I'm just going to look it up here. Um, It is. And, you know, in fact, what I will do for you guys here right now is I'm just going to um, transition you right into this so that you guys can see right here. You guys, if you can see this, it says, I don't know if I can make this bigger or not, probably not. But it says, Jesus said, I give you all authority over the power of the enemy. Can you guys see that? I give you all authority over the power of the enemy. That is Luke 10, 19, you guys. Like, how dope is that? Like, he says he's given us all authority. Like, that's, man, holy moly. I love that. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, you know what? I'm learning all of these cool little things here with the, um, with the, um, OBS system that I'm currently on right now. So just check this out. Boom. There it is right there or here. I guess it's on this side. <laughs> Lee Flores, host of Between the Sheets with Leah. Uh, very excited about that. Um, that's who I am. So um, 
Luke 10, 19, write that one down, you guys. He says, I've given you all the authority. God has given you all the authority to do what it is you need to do right now to fight this battle. Wow. Or will you be dominated by the thoughts that you're currently having? And how is that helping you? How is that working in your life, in your relationship? And maybe the non-existent relationship because you have so much shit that you have to work through before you get there. Somebody else is not going to fix you guys. Somebody else is not going to fix you. All of the things that we experience in our life, if we could take again back that power and say, what is my part in this? Start to explore internally. Then the external will start to change. But nothing on the external is going to be able to fill you up in here. Nothing, nothing, nothing on the external will be able to do that. Please, please, please start to recognize that. If you don't, then you're going to be in a hard, you're going to be in a hard spot for some time. God said, I came to give you life and I come to give it to you abundantly. Woo, let's look up that word abundantly really quick. I'm, I'm just going to pull up that word abundantly so I can read to you because you guys know how much I love that word. Because God says, I came to give you this life and not only give it to you, but I came to give it to you abundantly. And abundant means existing or available in large quantities, uh, quantities plentiful, having plenty of. Does that make a difference for you if you were to read that verse again and hear God say, hey, I have come to give you life and give it to you in large quantities and very plentiful and that you'll have plenty of. Does that resonate with you just a little bit differently? It does for me. It does for me. He said, choose this instead. He says, I put before you, you still have a choice because I'm not going to do it for you. He says, I put before you life and death. He says, but choose this, choose this, choose this life, choose this instead. And yes, the enemy is there and he comes to kill, steal and destroy. But I've already just said that I've given you the authority to stomp that enemy underneath your feet. Hmm. That enemy is pretty close, huh? Another little food for thought. If we don't stop these thoughts, they begin to manifest. And that's where we were talking about all the different manifestations and characteristics that can come there of there because of these thoughts. It will move us into a different destination. Why? Because maybe it paralyzed us from walking into that room where the partner was there waiting for us. But we never got the chance to because we stopped ourselves. Maybe it's because I was too insecure to walk up to the boss and say, hey, I I need a little bit more money. And here is why I think I do. Hmm. So we just continue on and guess what we've produced in our own mind? Resentment. Because I was quiet. But you did that. Can you take it back? Can you take it back to what is my part in all of this? Or do you not have the emotional intelligence to do that yet? 
this is where we get very, very real, authentic with ourselves. And this is the raw for sure. Because all of these things I have to do on a regular basis in my own life. Again, it's not because I'm attained. It's not because I'm so good that I, 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 no, this is regular practice for me. I just told you back in Nashville, which was just literally the end of January, I had to call my person and say, I'm feeling super insecure right now. Instead of portraying and pretending that I was this person, I actually had to step out and say, man, hello, enemy. Hello. There you are again, popping out your freaking head. And either I'm going to choose to feed you or I'm going to choose to fight you. And in this instance, I was letting it defeat me. And so in this instance, I had to reach out externally to somebody else to say, hey, I had to call a friend. (laughs) I had to reach out to them and say, I need something. I need you to pour into me. I need you to feed me. And she did just that. Circle of influence, you guys. Very, very important. Sadly, so many will never stand up to fear. And it will delegate their life. It will delegate their thoughts. They have chosen, even subconsciously, to be a slave to these thoughts. And the more and more they're fed, the more and more easier they tend to come up. They tend to flourish because they've begun to mutate into something else. And now I have depression and now I have anxiety and now I'm sleeping more. Now my heart is starting to palpitate. Now I'm having trouble breathing. Now I'm having this pain in my chest, man. Now I'm having these things inside of my stomach going on. It's probably just something I ate. Man, man, oh man. All of these things, this chronic stress that is inside of our life, you guys. um, The majority of these were not genetically placed inside of you. Okay, some of them, yes. Scientifically, we've learned that there's certain genes and there's certain things within our body that, you know, yes, they, they can be hereditary. I also don't have to accept that. Two things, genetics, life experience, when we talk about paradigm thinking, those things that were shown to you, taught to you, spoke to you, that you learn from your environment, it's a way that we learn to react to stress. All of these ways are, are, are ways that we've learned, that we've taught ourselves to react to stress. And so what can we do then to change that? What can we do to manage these thoughts? What can we do to start to shift the conversation in our own head? Number one, be the observer. Be aware of what's going on. Why am I so hurt about this? Why am I about to lash out? Why am I about to react? And if you're already in it, don't judge yourself for it. Have grace through this process because you guys, not one of us is perfect. And it's going to happen and you're going to have to go through it. You're going to have to continuously fail until you become successful. But you're going to have to practice to get there. Which means that, okay, this is what I have to do. I've got to start to practice to become 
you know, the observer. I've got to start practicing to take myself out of my own element right now, my own body, and say, okay, why am I reacting this way? And get down to the nitty gritty thing. Ask yourself why, but why, but why? There's an exercise that I saw in a podcast that I watched where basically they were asking individuals about their why. And now, you know, the simple answer, I'm doing it for my family. Okay, but why? Well, I want to see them do better in life, but why? Well, I want to, you know, give them more than what I had, but why? Because all of this stuff, blah, 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 and you start just pulling the root up and you'll get to your answer. You will get to that answer. We have to be and we have to have control. We have to have self-control. Walk by the spirit that is within you, the warrior that was, that, that, that's in, in you. The person that God said, I've given all the authority over. I'm going to look up another verse here. Um, I believe it's going to be 2 Corinthians. Let me just see. 2 Corinthians um, 10. Let's see. Mm. For though we walk in flesh... We do not war after the flesh for the, the weapons of warfare are not carnal. So I'm going to pull this up again in a different, um, text context here. So you guys can kind of see this and I'm going to just kind of go over to this right here. So you guys can see that I'm in the Bible gateway. Um, and here is where I'm looking at this uh, section. This area right here is where I'm looking at. So here we go. So you can see, okay. For we, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, of what God said, you guys, of what God said to us, man, powerful, powerful verse. Walk by your spirit, by the authority. And it says these weapons that you, that you have, therefore this internal, it's not, it's not carnal. It's for pulling down strongholds. It's for coming against anything, any thought, any, any ideas that basically exhausts itself to the, the, the disobedience of what Christ says. Like it, it says every thought to the obedience. It wants you to bring into captivity every thought to be obedient. So if these thoughts are disobedient and in opposition, he's saying, understand that it, you got to start here. These aren't carnal. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. We got to wage war against these things so that more and more the exterior part of me, more and more the, the, the ego. Okay. I say ego and yes, there's, 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 there's parts of ego that, um, we need, but the majority of ego is flesh. Okay. The majority of your ego is based off of flesh. And if you're walking more in ego, then you're not walking as much in your spirit. That voice, that warrior, that person within that's trying to fight off 
the flesh. What are you walking in? What are you walking in that you feel like, you know, it's just so easy for me to, to act like this? What things, what thoughts am I having? What learned thing do I continuously react out of? We've got to have things that we can actually do physically at that moment. And number one is start to be the observer. Number two, gosh, you guys, it's as simple as breathing. Sounds crazy, but why do you think that yogis start with breathing? Because they're creating this awareness within your own body so that you can take yourself out of your body. Just breathe in a few times and out. Inhale the air, exhale out. Just start to breathe through panic. Start to breathe through anxiety. Start to breathe through the thoughts that you're just experiencing. Just take a deep breath and realize that your body is physically safe. There is no harm. Start to breathe. How do you face fears? I just had, and I asked her if I could share this, you guys. Um... I had somebody that reached out to me and it was um, pretty amazing that she felt safe enough to come to me and tell me how she was feeling and what she wrote down. She actually implemented some of the exercises that I had um, wanted her to implement and I thought it was so refreshing to see her become vulnerable because I know that that vulnerability is building character of courageousness inside of her. And every single time she steps out more and more to do that, she is feeding her warrior. And again, subconsciously, she may have not even understood that she was doing those things. She wrote these things down, and I want to read them, because as many women want to say that they are very secure and that they are, you know, walking and, and they, they just know who they are. Yes, maybe you have built tools just like, my, just like me. Maybe you have all of these things that are, you know, helping you along the way. But there are still days that I deal with securities, insecurities big time. And I know that there's still days that other people are dealing with these things as well. And the fact that she could share them with me meant so much more because she felt safe that I gave in her, I've given her a place to say, there is no judgment here because sister, I'm exactly the same as you. And if it's a brother, Hey, guess what? Maybe you and I are from, what do they say? Mars and whatever, but we're having some of the same thoughts and I feel you. She says, being myself, I don't share and I'm scared that I will fail. I love challenges. And I don't feel challenged. I feel if I share who I really am, I will be made fun of. Listen to these words, you guys. Does this not sound like it's coming from a little girl? And I mean that respectfully because so many times you guys will hear me joke about Lulu. But it was a way for me to identify when I was acting out of my 12-year-old girl inside. And not the grown-ass woman that I am today. And Lulu pops her little head out very, very often to say, remember me? Remember how I act? Remember what I do? And that's not emotional intelligence. When you show face like that, 
When you are up in a, a place acting a fool, you are showing your emotional intelligence and that you've not grown. And sister, it's not cute. It's not. It is not cute. But this girl right here, she's saying, I need to say this. I need, to, I need you to hear this. I need to feel safe. And I need to reach out to somebody to help me out. She says, if I feel I share who I really am, I'll be made fun of. I hate not sharing life stories because my family likes to be private, but that isn't me. I feel people need to hear. I struggle to make ends meet. My life growing up was not great. I feel that it hurts my business. She says, how to release the true me. I need to stop allowing what others think I should do and be true to myself. She says, I'm also getting in my own head and thinking that I cannot do this or earn this trip. I don't allow myself to be truthful. I think I have to do the thing the way that others are doing it. Man, I first thanked her and I said, thank you so much for allowing me to be in that space of vulnerability with you because that's a hard place to tell somebody exactly how you're feeling. That takes some real courage to do. And half the time it's because those thoughts that we're experiencing, we feel like somebody's going to reject us. They don't want to hear that. They don't want to know that. They don't want to see that. Man, the most beautiful conversations that I have are with individuals who have let themselves cry, let themselves be, let themselves speak, let themselves go, let the cages up, let the warrior out who often cries. Those are the most beautiful conversations that I have with people. And so I first thank her and I asked her if I could share because there's so many of us that put on this facade and we're wearing a filter that everything is okay when it's not. So we think that we can go about this life by ourselves. We think that we can handle it all on our own. And God gave us people. He gave us individuals. And in fact, I believe that the many people that are inside of your life, it's because you sought them out. You wanted them to be on your path for some reason or another. They have something that you need in your life and on your journey. And so you sought out these individuals throughout the course of your life to give you things. Yes, either lessons or blessings. Yes, 100%. We need people. People need people. And we're starting here, you guys, on this on this episode and on this journey of mindset before we get into the business segment, because you guys are going to understand that until I start working internally on me and fixing all the junk that nothing externally works, not my marriage, not my kids, not my business, not anything, nothing will work until internally I go within and figure out all the junk. And this is a lifetime of work. It does not stop because Lulu will rear her little head out again because the enemy is still being fed even when I don't want it to. Somehow, some way, something will happen. Somebody will, 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 I can't say even take because I've allowed them 
to take my power. I've allowed them to take my energy. I've allowed them to get me out of my spirit and and to, to walk into my ego. I've allowed these things. Man. So we got to talk about it. We got to have people. And, and that in itself, that she was able to do that with me, that she was able to say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. She was able to, I think, and I believe, face one of her fears of just putting herself out there. Number one, she's feeding her, her, her warrior, excuse me. She's actually feeding her warrior just by doing that. You got to be an observer, look at the evidence, figure out why am I acting this way? Don't try to be perfect, you guys. Take the damn filters off. We live in a society today that shows us all of these beautiful, perfect pictures of people and it's just not sustainable and actually it's so exhausting to try to live this life with perfection and show everybody that I am a-okay and that I have everything I want. You know, the biggest thing about confidence is it's actually quiet. It's actually super quiet. And it moves in a way that it doesn't have to be told or exploited or, 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 or gloated about. I'm not saying you can't post your pictures. Have fun. Live life. Share with people. If people can't accept what you're sharing, then maybe they're not the right people on your team. If they're feeling some sort of way inside because of what you're sharing on the outside, well, you know what? Guess what, sister, brother? That's your problem. That's something that you need to fix. I love sharing pictures. That's who I am. That's who I am. I'm a photographer who loves to see the world, to see people and share those things. I'm not boasting about it. And if that's the way that you're receiving it, then maybe you need to go within and ask yourself why. Confidence is quiet, you guys, in so many forms. And it starts to build. And eventually people just Feel it exuding from you. They'll just feel the energy that you basically put out. Visualize different things in your life. When you're starting to feel or see these thoughts, start to imagine something different. Give yourself a different story. Give yourself a different story, you guys. Tell yourself something different. I'm not afraid to get on the plane right now. I'm excited to get on the plane right now. And even though my body is actually starting to create this physical reaction of my hands are sweating, my heart is beating a little bit more, maybe I have dry mouth, guess what? I'm excited to go to where it is that I'm going because what God has for me is greater than what I have for myself. I'm excited about this. I'm excited to complete what I'm going there for. I'm excited to see what new adventures God has out for me. I'm excited about this thing. If you guys can hear again, I don't know which dog it is. It's probably Arlo who is like, he's loving this conversation right now so much that he is snoring like a grown ass man. Go back to the basics, you guys. A lot of what I'm teaching again is very simplistic. A lot of it is super, super simplistic, but even the people that are great have to go back to the basics sometimes. We've got to start at square one again and just start to remember. Because if not, we'll find ourselves in this place of now I'm just so good that I'm the expert and I don't need to do any of this. And, and no, that's bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
your life in some form or fashion has something in it that you're not happy with, that you're unsatisfied with, that you're still trying to figure out. You're not a perfect human being and you never will be. So stop trying to be perfect and go back to the basics when you need to. And you guys don't forget to reward yourself along the way. Not only give yourself grace through all of these things that you go through. When I act out in this way, whether it's because I got pissed off at somebody, somebody touched my bruise, somebody, you know, made me feel, and it it, it could be my husband, it could be my kids, you guys. It doesn't have to be all of these other people or things or situations. It could be right inside of your home. And it caused me to act in a certain way, okay? I caused me to act in a certain way. I allowed me to act in a certain way. Guess what? Give yourself grace. God said, Not one of you is righteous. He says, not one. He said, that's why it's a gift. So have grace with yourself. Have mercy with yourself. Lord knows that he did. So why aren't you one of the highest creations that he made, giving yourself grace through this process? Why are you so hard on yourself? Why don't you see and reward your accomplishments the task of getting up sometimes and, and making a cup of coffee. The task of putting on your clothes and getting dressed and fixing yourself up. Give yourself rewards for those small things when you haven't. The fact of setting up a damn podcast by yourself and recording and keeping yourself consistent. Reward yourself and be around people that will clap for you. Be around people that will clap for you. Check your social circle of influence. And if it's not good, then you got to start branching out. I'm not telling you to go divorce your husband, your wife. I'm not telling you to go and and you guys just got to find other factors. You got to find other people that can build you up in these areas. Got to do it. Reward yourself a little bit, you guys. All of these things can help you along your journey so that you can start to basically fight this insecurity, this insecure, okay? That's what we're going to start to say. This insecure enemy within, this fearful enemy within, fearful. I'm going to do that all the time when I say the word fear because until it's actually trying to kill me, it's nothing more than insecurity within me, within you. Hear that. Hear it over and over again. When you say, I'm afraid, no, you're insecure. I'm insecure, Say that instead. Take back your power. And until you start to be aware and start to go through these practices, you're not going to be able to. You can still pretend. You can still act like it doesn't exist. But it ain't going to get you nowhere. telling you right now. So the last thing that I want to say, we're 30 minutes in already. Again, you guys, I'm excited about that. Um, Is we have to understand that Collectively, we have a whole bunch of self-beliefs and fears about money, about people, relationships, about traveling, about what if, where we're going, where's our career, where am I supposed to be, I'm supposed to have this by now. But it needs to be our mission in these next few weeks to change our thoughts about all of this, to change our thoughts about all of these things as much as possible, you guys. We've got to start doing the work. We've got to start doing the work. Look at my notes here. So a few um, scriptures I just want to leave you with is Romans 
619, Galatians 517, James 411, Peter 211, wage war against these things. The flesh will die. You guys start to live in the spirit. Start to fight that enemy. And I promise you, I promise you that you will start to see things shift in your life like never before. Start to say things differently. What's the harm in trying? What's the harm in doing something new? Because what you're doing is working for you already? Maybe it is. And if it is, share. (laughs) Put it on the comment. What are you doing that's working for you? Give us some feedback. Give us some tips of what you're doing to fight the so-called insecurity and fear inside of us. This body is yours. He says your body is a temple. Treat it as such. And this body, your tool, your mind is your garden. What are you going to plant this year? What are you going to make available for yourself? What are you going to plant inside of your garden? Think about it. Think about it. You guys, that is my segment on fear and insecurities. And, and I could go on and on. You guys, I, I wrote so much stuff about insecurities, I think, in, in my, my journal here. Because insecurities will, gosh, it just, the stuff that it can do, the things that we create because of insecurity, you guys, the majority of the reason why people have affairs is because they're insecure. They think externally, I'm going to be able to find what I am lacking internally, and this other person's going to give it to me. It's the number one cause of, of having an affair. You think that person can feed you what it is that you need internally? that your husband and your wife can't right now, you're fooling yourself. You're fooling yourself. Insecurities will have us change the way that we talk. Look, we can become a chameleon all of a sudden, and I can be like this in one room and be like this in a different room because I'm going to cater to all of these different people because I want to fit in so bad because I'm so uncomfortable with me. Insecurity. Insecurities will have you changing, you know... where you're, where you're looking, where, where your mind is going, it it will have you stopping saying what you know, deep down in your, your gut of guts that you should say, but I'm insecure to say it because what are people going to think of me? Insecurity. Step into your authority. That is what I challenge you to do this next couple of weeks. Tell me how you're doing it. Tell me what exercises you created. Tell me Comment, like, share, you guys. Let's go on this path together. We're going to continue this path together. We've got some amazing uh, people coming up, some amazing interviews with people that are coming up that I'm very excited about, that they are having to implement these very things into their lives. And they're going to talk to us about their how and their why and how they overcome consistently. Doesn't mean they're perfect. It just means that they're working, they're progressing, they're using their tools, they're fighting their enemy. I love it. I love it. I love it. So until then, you guys, this was part two, episode two of fear. I hope you loved it. Please like, share, comment, show some love. You guys, it's the littlest things like that. Showing some love helps out individuals who are trying to get their message out there so much like, share, subscribe. I love you guys. Until next time, I am out.